Today is Wednesday, February 3rd, 2021, and this is Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis, your Weather Command forecast. First off, we've got a winter storm watch that will be in effect from Thursday afternoon through Saturday morning. This is for the following counties. Hill, Cascade, Shoto, Central and Southern Lewis and Clark, Blaine, Judith Basin, Fergus, Jefferson, and Broadwater. Expect heavy snow with total accumulation 1 to 4 inches at lower elevations, 4 to 8 inches at higher elevations and the northern slopes and foothills of mountain ranges. Winds could gust as high as 35 miles an hour and wind chill temperatures could fall to as low as 30 below zero. Travel could be very difficult. Patchy blowing snow could significantly reduce visibility. Dangerously cold wind chills as low as 30 below zero could cause frostbite on exposed skin in as little as 10 minutes. Once again, a winter storm watch will be in effect from Thursday afternoon through Saturday morning. For the rest of your Wednesday, much colder and mostly cloudy. Areas of fog with a chance of flurries. Near steady temperature around 15. Northwest winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. Tonight mostly cloudy in the evening, then becoming partly cloudy. Areas of fog and a chance of flurries. Lows around 10. West winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Thursday not as cold and mostly cloudy. Highs 35 to 40, west winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Thursday night, mostly cloudy, 50% chance of snow after midnight. Lows 10 to 15, northwest winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. Friday, colder, cloudy with a 50% chance of snow. Highs 20 to 25, north winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. Friday night, much colder, mostly cloudy, 50% chance of snow. Lows 5 below to 10 below zero. Saturday, colder and mostly cloudy. 20% chance of snow. Highs 5 to 10. Saturday night and Sunday, mostly cloudy, 40% chance of snow. Lows around 10 below. Highs 5 to 10. Sunday night and Monday, mostly cloudy. Lows 10 below to 15 below zero. Highs 5 to 10. Monday night, partly cloudy. Lows 10 below to 15 below zero. And Tuesday, mostly cloudy. Highs 10 to 15. The Haver Public Schools Education Foundation has announced that Haver High School Class of 1985 graduate Wendy Johnson Novella has donated $100,000 to start a new endowment with the foundation. The endowment was made in memory of former Haver High teachers Ron Kologi and Doug Hike. The Ron Kologi and Doug Hike Memorial Scholarship is available to female students graduating from Haver High and majoring in a science field at any accredited college or university. The scholarship will be renewable for up to four years, with the 2021 award being worth up to $2,000. The scholarship award in subsequent years will be based on endowment income. For more information, email hpseducationfoundation at gmail.com or visit the HPSEF website. Two bills in the House of Representatives would shield a person's student loan money or government assistance funds from debt collectors. The UM Legislative News Service reports Helena Democratic Representative Robert Ferris Olson is sponsoring both bills. Sarah Piper spoke on behalf of the Montana Federation of Public Employees in support of House Bill 262, which would protect student loan funds. Our members include higher ed employees, both support staff and faculty, and believe that money have, that has been granted for higher education expenses should go to higher education costs, not be sent to debt collectors. These funds are already protected under federal law. Olson's other bill, HB 263, adds federal, state, and tribal benefit money to the list of protected assets. He said the bill would help ensure assistance money, like pandemic relief funds in the CARES Act, is there when it is needed. That money was not protected in the CARES Act. 
So a debt collector or creditor could levy that from your bank account or otherwise collect against it. The House Judiciary Committee did not immediately vote on the bills. The Hill County Park Board met on Monday evening for their regular monthly meeting. Park Superintendent Chad Edgar provided a report of estimated cattle revenue from the 2020 grazing season. The estimated revenue surpassed $100,000 for the second straight year, ending up at $103,826. Another issue discussed was damage caused by last month's windstorm. The storm blew an outhouse over, destroyed a barn door, and caused a tree to fall on the entry porch of the chapel. The majority of the cost of repairs will likely be covered by insurance, but the park will have to pay to of about $2,000. The board also approved a request from the Haver Chamber of Commerce to use a portion of Beaver Creek Park for the inaugural Bear Paw Marathon on June 5th. Also at the meeting, the board approved a request from Cody Welch of Chippewa Cree Natural Resources Forestry Division to provide a letter of support to create a fuels management partnership. This would likely be a multi-year project to help improve Beaver Creek Park by taking actions such as replanting trees in areas that have suffered fire damage and maintaining trails. Funding would be provided by the Bureau of Indian Affairs and work would be done by members of the Chippewa Cree Tribe. Planning on this potential partnership remains in its early stages, with work potentially beginning in 2022. Now taking a look at local COVID-19 numbers for today, we'll start with Hill County, which yesterday reported four new COVID-19 cases and six recoveries. Total case count for Hill County, 1,821, 23 active, one hospitalized, 1,758 recoveries, and 40 deaths. Over in Blaine County, yesterday they reported eight new COVID-19 cases and 15 recoveries. Total case count for Blaine County, 706, 32 active, 650 recoveries, and 24 deaths. Over in Phillips County yesterday, they reported two new COVID-19 cases and had three people meet the recovery criteria. Total case count for Phillips, 484, 12 are active, one is hospitalized, 458 have recovered, 15 have died. We have not received COVID-19 updates as of late from either Liberty or Shoto County, but once they are provided, we'll make sure to pass them along. Turning to state news, We'll start off with today's COVID-19 update from the Department of Public Health and Human Services. Today, Montana added 437 new COVID-19 cases, bringing the cumulative total to 94,810. The death toll increased by 54 to 1,303. Active hospitalizations are at 121. Active case count, 3,421. The large increase in the death toll is due to data reconciliation out of Yellowstone County. The counties with the most new cases reported today, Yellowstone 74, Gallatin 72, Flathead 41, Lewis and Clark 38, Cascade 31, Missoula 27, Butte-Silverbow 21. And taking a quick look at that COVID-19 vaccine dashboard, the total doses administered is up to 116,119, with 30,137 Montanans fully immunized. A county-by-county county total for vaccine doses administered can be viewed on the COVID-19 dashboard on the DPHHS website. Montana lawmakers are considering a measure that would prohibit local law enforcement agencies from enforcing federal bans on firearms and ammunition. The bill supporters said during a House Judiciary Committee hearing Tuesday, it would protect the Second Amendment from limitations imposed by Congress and President Joe Biden's administration. Opponents said it would make it difficult for local law enforcement to collaborate with federal authorities in other areas, including domestic violence and drug investigations. Similar bills were vetoed by former Democratic Governor Steve Bullock in 2013, 2015, and 2017, but this time Montana's governor is a Republican. Montana's Department of Labor and Industry 
has mailed tax forms to people who received some of the nearly $1.2 billion in unemployment benefits paid last year. The benefits are subject to federal but not state taxation. The agency says it offered people the option to withhold federal taxes from some of the benefits, including the extra $600 in weekly payments made early on in the coronavirus pandemic. However, that wasn't available for payments from three other federal pandemic-related supplemental unemployment programs. Officials say those who receive a Form 1099-G but did not file for unemployment benefits are likely the victim of identity theft. And now, taking a look at your wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel will start off, as always, with Hill County, where winter wheat is $5.77, spring wheat $5.50, Blaine County winter wheat $5.67, spring wheat $5.45, Liberty County winter wheat $5.82, spring wheat $5.50, Shoto County winter wheat $5.77, spring wheat $5.50, and Phillips County winter wheat $5.62, spring wheat $5.40. And now taking a look at funeral notices for today. Esther E. Johnston Capellan, 83, passed away due to natural causes on Friday, January 22nd at Benefice Healthcare in Great Falls. A visitation was held last Friday in Haver at Holland and Bonine Funeral Home, and funeral services and burial will be at 1 p.m. this upcoming Monday, February 8th at Ballard Funeral Home in Cody, Wyoming. Burial to follow in Riverside Cemetery in Cody. And that does it for your Wednesday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening. And remember that seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. Stay safe out on those roads. And please continue to do your part to help flatten that curve.